0: You're listening to the 405 Exchange podcast. My name is Ken Grandpierre, and this episode is with Ellie Ingram. Talent is an undeniable thing. Sure, taste is subjective, but to hear someone talented sing, to really hear them, it's an experience. That's how I felt when I heard Ellie Ingram's debut album, Love You Really. On a taste level, it encapsulated so many check marks that I love from uh, soul, pop, blues. But it's funny, like. I do appreciate the abstract, but there's something that's so immediate when an act is laying themselves bare, which is exactly what Ellie did on this album. What sets Ellie's music apart, though, is she never once comes across as someone who's overwhelmed by her sadness or her happiness. She never, once, she never makes it feel as though it'll make her falter. Rather, she knows what her experiences give, and that's strafe. And that strafe is projected by her amazing voice. This is one of those albums you might have missed in 2017, and if so, I highly recommend that you correct that. With this talk, we go deep into the album, and fuck, man, we we definitely go deep into this album. But man, like, what a damn great album it is, and yeah, let's just go into it. This is the 405 Exchange of Ellie Ingram. Enjoy. So, it's been a mental few years for you, and uh, this is the year where you've released your debut album. How has that experience been, seeing it out in the world?
1: Mm-hmm. It definitely has been mental. It's been a very, very long time coming. It's taken us about four years to put the album together. So um it was a slow process but it was um it was so special to finally see the finished the finished piece. Um it was amazing to see the vinyl, that literally melted my heart. It was so incredible. <laughs> um I think as well it's just because the music and stuff was kind of finished for quite a long time, and it kind of got to a point where I, I started thinking, "Is this? Are we ever gonna fully complete this and ever gonna get it out?" And I started to kind of tell myself that maybe I wasn't, and that it might not happen. And um, it finally did happen. So yeah, it's been it's been very emotional and exciting, but now it's just. It's just keeping that momentum going and trying to keep my head up and stay focused and carry on creating, which is going to be difficult sometimes, I think.
0: I can imagine, because on one hand, you have to focus your attention to, like, this album existing. But then I imagine with being an artist, you're always writing as well.
1: Yeah, exactly that. Exactly. It's cool.
0: Yeah. You know, I was curious, like, who are some of the first people in your life who got to hear the album when it was done? Like the finished, complete album?
1: No, mm-hmm. I think... Probably quite a lot of my mates because I tend to play them stuff in the car. Like I love listening to music in the car and I don't drive myself. Um, sometimes I'd actually go and sit in my mum's car just on my own and play the record. I just love listening to music in the car. Um, so a few of my, quite a lot, of, a couple of my best mates would have heard it when like stuff was pretty much done. Um, my sister and my family, I think they all of those guys. So a few people got to hear it. I don't think anyone really listened to it front to back like a finished piece. Maybe my sister, but I tried to hold back from sending it to them because I didn't want them to listen to it and then sort of get bored of it by the time it was out. So I just sort of I'd have to sit with them and give them like a time slot and we'd listen to it for a certain amount of time and then that's enough. And then you have to wait until wait
0: until it was out but uh yeah <laughs> that's you know that's really cool I remember reading an interview a couple I think it was last year um with Bruno Mars and he was saying that like he'll spend like eight or ten hours in the studio but if a song doesn't like hold up in the car then to him it's not even worth it like he yeah. even has that type of test as well like I feel
1: that complete it's just don't you think it's so nice when you that's I really need to learn to drive because it's just that <laughs> freedom of like being able to drive somewhere really beautiful and you can just pick whatever soundtrack you want to go with all of that like picturesque stuff outside of your window do you know what i mean it's just it's lovely it? no
0: absolutely i'm 27 and american and i don't drive so i feel like that. Okay. you feel me
1: then you get it are you gonna
0: yeah. learn to drive uh you know it's funny this is a funny story that some people listening might not know but i remember when i was like 19 i had a girlfriend who was very keen on teaching me and she would just okay. toss me into it like it would be, yeah, yeah, it would be the type of thing where she, like, put me in the driver's seat and be like, you're driving now. And it used to stress me out so fucking much, like,
1: oh it God. was the You haven't gone back to it since, since it's enough.
0: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and with being in New York, you barely have to drive. I mean, you're, like, oh, in okay, Brighton okay. and London, so you barely have to drive, yeah?
1: Yeah, no, it's true. That is probably one of the main reasons why I haven't really, because, like, I'm quite happy on jumping on a bus and stuff like that, so. Oh, me too. Oh,
0: yeah, no. Stress-free. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I, so, I mean, something I'm always intrigued about when I hear artists talk about, like, that chunk of time when it comes to an album, because you mentioned how this is, like, four years in the making.
1: And I mm-hmm. wonder,
0: was it were you always conscious to the fact that you were working towards an album, or do you feel like there was a specific time where you realised that this is what was coming together?
1: I think, yeah, I think there was a specific time where it kind of clicked that we were making an album i think we all sort of a lot of people wanted to take pressure off of me because after my second ep i sort of had a bit of a meltdown and people were just like let's just let else get in the studio make music no pressure of there being an album um and that's sort of what we did for quite a few years and we were just writing and just having fun and then we sort of realized that we had thousands of songs and it would make sense to together an album and i really didn't want to put out another ep because i just felt like i was ready for an album um so yeah that's what we did i think we were just sort of creating um music and having fun and before we knew it we'd sort of piece together an album
0: that's interesting so to kind of like make the album even happen you kind of had to like go not backwards but go back to what you originally mm-hmm. wanted to do which was just make yeah. music for the sake of it really
1: exactly and that's exactly what i'm gonna do with album two, I'm just gonna go back to basics, just gonna start writing again. Even though in the back of my mind I know I'm working towards album two, but I'm just gonna stay very very relaxed and just start writing really good songs, focus on getting good songs, and then slowly walk towards that thought of make of putting album two together. It's just it's a much more less pressurized way of making music. Do you know what I mean? It shouldn't feel Passion, I
0: think. no that makes a lot of sense to me the album's oh. called love you really and what really intrigued me with the album was that i mean there's some elements to it that feel like a breakup record and some elements oh. that feel like you know a bit of yearning but what i thought was really interesting was that like it felt like through the course of the album it was as though as you were reflecting on these experiences it was almost like you yourself were coming to the realization that you felt as strongly for this person as you did whoever you're writing about like it felt like realizing how much love was there was coming yeah. across within the songs like oh i love this person as much as i did was that kind of what yeah. it was like writing these songs
1: yeah definitely i think um it's funny because obviously i have i'm a very emotional person and um when i write it gives me a chance to sort of get everything off my chest and i might have written a song when i was really fucking pissed off with my boyfriend or a friend or whoever it might have been but Of course, I love you really. Do you know what I mean? Like I you're in my life and are still in my life because I love you. Um and I might fucking hate you at times, but you're still here because I love you. So yeah, definitely.
0: That's really powerful. I mean, like (laughs) I mean this is gonna be probably the most like general question in the world, but I think there's like some mileage we could get out of it. But like when it comes to writing, do you feel like writing about love is something that come second nature or something that you find yourself surprised to write about like I always wonder like when people write very deep songs especially something about love I wonder if you how much you dig deep within that or if you find yourself kind of doing it almost subconsciously
1: I think I do think it's kind of like second nature I find it very easy to write love songs because I am in love at the moment and I'm in a relationship it's something that's always there and it's Love is such a strong, powerful emotion that it's that makes it quite easy to write about. Because maybe if I wasn't in love and it wasn't something that was in in my life, I would have to dig for it. And that's why, you know, I always write about songs that are right in front of me and are in my life at that time, because it means that I don't have to researching and trying to find that feeling and all of those words because they're, they're right in front of me. Do you know what I mean? So it's very easy for me at the moment. Like there's a a few songs on the album where, you know, I might have had to dig deep because they might have been about something that happened years and years ago. But um, but mainly, yeah, it's about things that are right in front of me. So love is, is very easy for me to write about at the moment because I'm in love
0: oh well that's lovely you know I mean, so
1: cute.
0: Uh, <laughs> you know as, as someone who else who's also in love I think something that's interesting about it is how um and you probably feel a bit similar to this but like how you could be going about your day not even thinking about the love that you're feeling but it's very yeah. like omnipresent in your mind like when you yes. get the quiet moments it's when it's like kind of comes in where you're like oh wait I'm in love actually yeah <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah exactly exactly
0: It's a really interesting place to find yourself. You know, a few days ago, you released a performance video for Stone Cold at Conk, and I Mm love that tune. And I wonder, do you feel like that particular tune is a standout album for you? It is for me, but I wonder as the person who made it, how do you feel about that song?
1: Yeah, I, I think I kind of felt that when I played that song to my mom, and she is my harshest critic and she loved it. She said it she said, you know, that's a song Ellie, that is a proper song. It's amazing. And um so I guess that that kind of that kind of stuck with me. And um yeah, I don't really know that. I don't really think about things like that too much. I just write the music and then if people connect to it in a certain way and and then and that, that's how it is. Um I love that song. I love singing it and I think um it just came together really easily and, and is a standout track for, for whatever reason. Yeah, I don't
0: know. Well, you rarely hear someone say that their mom is their harshest critic because it always boy, been like boy, that.
1: Oh, boy, she is harsh. <laughs> she is, but it's good. It's good. That's what I need. I definitely need that that critic.
0: That's amazing. That. <laughs> you know, something I really want to ask you about the album when I knew I was going to be talking to you is I find the album art quite intriguing. And I feel like there must be quite a story there because it's such a strong photo and yeah. yeah i would love to hear about the story and the choice behind it
1: so we hasn't had the, we didn't have the name for the title at this point uh, for the title sorry for the album at this point point. and um i was sitting down with felix who makes all of my music and is also a photographer and first of all i was like oh i really want like a strong image of me on the front like maybe we can find like a really incredible suit and it can be really bossy and really strong and he was a bit like that's really cool but everyone's kind of seen you like that you know we've all seen you dressed up with your makeup and with your hair and all this stuff and a lot of the time i am just i don't wear makeup and i'm a bit of a mess <laughs> and um he kind of said you know it will be re- it would be really amazing for people to see you like that and then he had this idea of doing a sleep-deprived shoot. Um, so initially, it was going to be me, Felix, and Aston, my other producer, and we were going to try and stay up for like two or three days, make music, and Felix was going to take photos, and it was going to be this big kind of like experiment. Um, but somewhere along the line, those two... Backed out of <laughs> you know as and, you do and obviously yeah. and I got stuck with it but I was always really keen on it do you know what I was like it's gonna be a bit painful but I'm down and so I got stuck with it we didn't do the music side we just did the photos and he was like go out on Friday try stay up till Sunday I think he came and we'll take this photo and it just all slowly started to come together and like the thought behind it is Obviously music is hard and being creative is very hard and making this album was difficult and it took four quite long years and and it was it was a very long road and after the end of it I think all of us kind of felt like how I felt that day when we took that photo, very drained and just knackered and then on that day that Felix came, I was fucked, I was, I went out Friday and he came on Sunday and I was a mess, it was disgusting, I hadn't slept and it was just, it was very ugly, there was lots of other photos from that day and they're just, I hope no one ever sees them because they're fucking awful. Holy Um,
0: shit.
1: um, we and he took the photo and I was like, do you know what, I've got a name for the album and he was like, what, like I'm a bit mushy and I was like, I'm going to call it Love You Really, it all makes sense, with the photo... Like, it's about being drained and knackered. But obviously, I love making music. I'm never going to stop. A lot of the songs on the record are about me being really harsh about people in my life. But obviously, I love you, really. And it just all came together so perfectly. And that's that's what happened.
0: That's amazing. You know what I'm really intrigued about? Because it is such a strong image. And it's one of those images, I feel like, once you see it, you can't. and after you hear the record, you can't imagine a different image representing the yeah. album.
1: But what really,
0: what really intrigues me is that, like, what a way to, um what a strong commitment to uh the concept that you had. Because I feel like that's yeah. one of those things where it's like, you hear the concept at first, you're like, that might be a good idea, but you were really committed to making this happen.
1: <laughs> well, thank you. I'm glad you noticed and appreciated it because I was, I was very committed. And um I just wanted, I wanted, I was so proud of the music and I felt the music was so strong. I just wanted an image that was that was going to represent that and people would just see it and be like what the fuck is this and I always think it would and I hope one day maybe it will would make such an amazing like huge poster because I just look so horrific I just think it's so intriguing and um, yeah I think, I think we did well and Felix did well with the idea and all of that stuff
0: You know tell me this with having the songs for like as many years as you did and working on them I can only imagine that performing them on stage just the, <laughs> that must be such a apex of emotions for you but like
1: me oh my god so I have my first headline show in London um uh, with the album like a couple months back maybe three months back so it's my first headline show with love you really and yeah. first of all I was so so thrilled because we sold out the venue and I wasn't expecting that to happen at all and I came out first time I've ever played most of this music live and it was fucking insane and i stepped out and we started with wild west which is the first track on the album and that song in particular i was like people aren't going to sing along to that song it's not a very sing-along song it's the first track on the album it's an intro came out everyone knew every single word and just sung those words to me and i just i just really had to try not to cry because it was just so emotional and just to finally like come to the end of this journey that it's been a long it's been a long fucking road and it just it felt so so amazing and i was just on such a high after that gig like being able to play the music and i just hope i can continue to to play to play the album to people because it feels so it feels so so good
0: that's amazing what venue in london was it was the
1: Yeah, at amira yeah
0: yeah that's a great room
1: yeah. Oh, you've
0: been there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love oh, it, though. so
1: nice, isn't it? So lovely.
0: <laughs> yeah, it feels like a cave, but a proper venue yeah, at the same I time. It. I don't know how they do it.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's really good. It's got so much character. It love does.
0: It. You know, what yeah. intrigues me about what the live show must be for you is because, like, your songs kind of have this dichotomy to them where sometimes they're, like, blistering and a bit danceable, but they're mm-hmm. always very heartfelt and candid and contemplative. And I wonder, like... How do you find yourself approaching a live show? Do you feel like the character the traits of the songs need to come through live? Or do you feel like there's just like a very specific way you like to approach the live show in general?
1: No, that's definitely what you said. The traits of like of the music coming through live is so important. Like I really wanted to capture because that's why why I love the album, because I feel like it does. Like you start with Wild West and it's so dark and it's so moody and you just travel through all of these different colors and emotions and sounds and I was really 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 wanted to capture that in the live show like I didn't want to just go out and it just be like one tone and feel flat like I wanted it to have that very up and down that it does in on the record so it was kind of the first live show where I'd ever like I before that I think I must have just been so nervous I did so much prep for that show and I did loads of sketches of how I wanted like each song to look and how i wanted the lights to be and i'd never really done that before and i came out and i spoke to the lights guy and he did what he could like obviously we didn't have much time and it's it's quite a small venue so it's quite hard to put on like a crazy light show but um yeah i think i think we did all right like we we came out and what started with wild west and it was all a bit mental and then like it got a bit gold and we went into getaway and i think yeah. You know, I the bigger my shows get, the more I want to sort of make that happen. And uh, fingers crossed I can really, because I think I love the drama of live shows and when people just get it right. It makes such a big difference, doesn't it?
0: No, it really does. Do you feel like there's an act you saw who had like quite a production that made you feel like that's a, like that, that's that like they're doing it right? I think a good example for me, I thought of this when you were talking just now, was about um, the last time Florence the Machine toured mm-hmm. live. Like, that setup was simple, but so beautiful.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that was lovely. I'm trying to think, who was it that I saw? I think it was, um, I might be wrong, I think it was Childish Gambino I saw in London. And he just bought, I'm sorry if I'm wrong, but I don't know, but he bought so much, like, drama and like action to his live show and like kendrick lamar obviously like smashes it it's like almost like going to the theater and yeah. that's something i would fucking love to be able to do like when i've got enough budget or whatever to create a mental live show it's like almost have it as as an experience you know you bring these people into this room and it is it's almost like going to the theater i've got some crazy ideas i've had many dreams where crazy things happen at my live shows which probably a bit too mental (laughs) hopefully one day we can achieve something that would be really
0: great you know i also heard you on um the mr jukes album on the tune somebody new and uh i love jack he's someone i've known a bit for years what was that experience like for you and how did that tune come together
1: Oh, it was lovely. Jack is so sweet. And the thing is, I don't I don't tend to do much collaborating, mainly because I think it frightens me just walking into a room with someone you've never met before and having to sort of explain yourself and all that, blah, blah, blah. But I went and worked with Jack, um, mainly because I was a fan, and I just thought I'd give it a go. And we um, were introduced because we're both on the same label, And it was just a lovely session. He's so nice and so kind and just made me feel so comfortable. And I just went in. It was very relaxed. There was no pressure. And I wrote a song. I wrote that song very quickly because like almost like what I was saying earlier is because um, what I was writing about literally happened the day before. So it was was so easy for me to write a song that day. And um, it just came together really quickly. And then um, I found out down the line it was on the album and um and yeah and it was sick and i think his albums i think his album is amazing and i'm hoping to uh, maybe come out on stage with him in the summer to to perform it which would be amazing
0: oh wow that would be massive
1: yeah that would be so good i'd love that he's so lovely so
0: nice he really is and like i think what's really big with him uh and i've noticed this with him over the years is that he's not only a music fan but he's the type of person who just You can tell he gets off being around musicians like he gets enthralled by it yeah
1: definitely definitely
0: yeah ellie thanks for chatting i just have one more question but i'm looking forward to people you know the thing when i heard your record is that like all i could think to myself was that because it's so early on it's going to be really great to hear to see more people hearing it and reacting because it is something really special thank you so much
1: i'm very very grateful and thank you for having me
0: on no of course you know (laughs) I I know artists always want listeners to get whatever they can from their music. But tell Mm -hmm. me, like, what do you hope people get from this album, particularly in regards to the lyrics? Because I feel the lyrics are so considered and so thought out that the idea of the impact and the way people might take them in is something that you might have thought about. Like, what do you hope this music does for people?
1: I just really, really, it sounds sounds so dull, but I just hope it's, very relatable like I remember as a young girl I used to listen to all kinds of music particularly Adele's first album which I loved. and I just put my headphones on and I would just feel like Adele had written that song for me and my life and everything that was going on in my life and I would it's just that's such an amazing and powerful feeling that music does that when you can just put those headphones on and just feel like they there's someone out there that understands how you feel and like gets it and you're not the only fucking person that may feel a certain way and you're not alone and i just hope that you know there's people out there that can put on their headphones and get lost in it and, and feel like that and just know that you know we all fucking go through shit and we all feel certain ways sometimes but the thing is we all feel it so i think uh yeah I just hope people can relate to it, I guess.
0: I know. I think that's as good of a hope as any. And I'm sure people will. I'm definitely sure of it.
1: Thank you very much. Hopefully. Hopefully they do.
0: (laughs) Well, I hope you make it out to the States. And thanks for chatting. Oh,
1: same. Same, mate. And I'll give you a call when I'm coming because I need to get there ASAP. You
0: do, man. Totally. Well, Ellie, (laughs) thanks again. And I can't wait for people to hear this. All
1: right, man. Thank you so much. Take care.
0: Yeah, take care. Cheers. See you
1: later. Bye.